It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Good morning. Time check our weather forecast for Western Oklahoma brought to you this morning by Hudson Technology. And it looks like a pretty decent day, a little chilly, a high of 45, decreasing cloudy, partly cloudy tonight with low overnight, below freezing, 28 degrees. So over the next few days, we're going to have freezing temperatures overnight throughout the week. Otherwise, mostly cloudy uh, today, most then becoming sunny. Southwest winds 9 to 14 miles per hour, and uh, winds could gust as high as 30. So gusty winds. Nice uh, jacket, sweater as you get out, go out the door this morning. Then tonight, overnight of 28. So I'm sure you've got your plants all covered or your water uh, faucets turned off, your hose disconnected. Eddie Brong reminds me to tell everybody every year that be sure to to uh, disconnect your hoses, cover your water faucets if necessary, because that causes a lot of damage or it can cause damage. We'll be back with current conditions right after this. With all the different internet providers coming in, you have a choice to make. You can choose the big name companies that make big promises, or you can choose the local guys that have earned your business time and time again. Hudson Technology has provided Western Oklahoma with top-of-the-line high-speed internet since 2004, and they continue to provide you same-day, one-of-a-kind service so you always stay connected. Make the smart choice. Choose Hudson Technology, just south of Tractor Supply in Weatherford. Waking up to 31 degrees at the Shepherd Home Health Hospital Studios. Feels like about 23. That's why you need a sweater and jacket when you get outside. Southwest winds at 8 miles per hour. Checking temperatures on I-40 and uh, across the state uh, this morning. Uh, first of all, looking at the panhandle, uh, temperatures in the uh, up that direction. If I can get everything set up that way. There we go. Uh, 25 degrees up at Boise City this morning. Guyman 30, 34 at Woodward on I-40, 29 degrees at uh, Sayre, 31 at Elk City, 33 at Bessie Clinton, 31 at Weatherford, and 32 at Tenton Hydro. And winds are out of the southwest this morning. And coming in from the outside is Lynn Lacefield, and uh, Lynn is uh, with the uh, Clinton Hospital. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Harold. Thank you for having me. Now we appreciate it. What was it like as you came in? I came in at about 5.15, chilly. Not bad. Yeah, it was still chilly. The wind wasn't uh, blowing too uh, too much here on the hill. So it will hopefully uh, maybe stay calm to some extent. I don't mind the cooler weather as long as it doesn't get real windy. Yeah, it, it blows out here we in had some, Oklahoma. It does, <laughs> and particularly on this hill. If it's going to be windy at all, it'll be windy here. Yes. So welcome to the program. We appreciate you taking the time to uh, to join us on a Day after Christmas, I called you sort of late notice on on Friday, and you were in the hospital yourself, not yourself, but your wife. Yep, went through a little surgery. That's how we spent uh, the holiday season. She's doing fine. Thank you that's for good. asking. That's good to know. Yes, sir. Yeah. And she's in the hospital business, too, if I remember correctly. Yep. Uh, Lacey ran uh, my OWASH for 15 years before that home health care and some things, so she's, she's not new to the business for sure. Very good. Well, uh, I know you're excited about what's going on at the uh, Clinton Regional Hospital. Tell us. Give us an update. Well, um, we had been working towards our certification with Medicare, the 855. I think everyone in the region got tired of me saying 855, but we had uh, secured that about three weeks ago. And unfortunately, during uh, holiday seasons, as you and I chatted before we went on the air, things slow down. We're simply waiting for survey now. What what does that mean, waiting for survey? Survey is the third party, the JCO or ACHC. They actually come in 
And there's a team of them, and they look at all aspects of the hospital, the, the plant, the property, the policies, procedures. They even observe and do chart auditing for the, for the uh, patients that we have seen and admissions and discharges and assure that we are able to, um, to execute uh, great patient care. Now, is that addition to some of the Medicare requirements? Uh, it, it is part of the Medicare requirement, but it, it is also a different part of that. We have the 855 was the application to CMS Medicare. We qualified that. That goes back to the state. We go through the litany of state check marks. goes back to CMS now waiting for the results for the uh, survey itself. So you, do you actually have, you have some patients in the hospital, you're just not getting paid. Yes. That's by Medicare. <laughs> or, 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 or anyone Medicaid, else. Or insurance companies. Do they, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and so the only pay you're getting right now until yeah. this is all finalized is, uh, I guess, cash payment. Well, cash payment, um, which is difficult during the holiday, but our, uh, the, the great thing about that is, and there is a great thing, it allows us to pilot all of our functionality of the hospital, and we've been blessed by that. We've actually surpassed the, the requirements for inpatient admissions and, um, and uh, discharges about four or five weeks ago. It, it's been amazing. Since we've opened the hospital, I think we've ran over 600 patients through the ED department, our radiology department's going well. Uh, our admits and discharges are going well. And um, and we're just excited about, about the direction of the hospital right now. So really, the money-wise, it's kind of joking about that a little bit, but you have no choice. We have no choice. That's correct. In that matter, because the hospital mm-hmm. was closed, so you're having to bite the bullet, so to speak, to get to the point where you can collect mm-hmm. from these outside entities. It's truly a startup. I mean, after years, 1973, we are a startup in in practicality. So interestingly though, once we have our survey that date, which we're hoping to be the first week of January, maybe the second, so we're only a few weeks off, we'll continue to hone our skill sets and uh, employ strategic uh, partner, or employ strategic uh, positions. But when we be pass survey, we can back bill and bill that from the date of the survey. So not all is lost, but um, you know, we're, we're focusing on it as if we're getting paid. We are doing the work that we're called to do at Clinton Regional. So that includes a lot of things, like you were saying. Yes, sir. Um, triage, the patients that come in, testing for everything from flu to COVID, respiratory, any type of, of triage, stabilize, and transfer to a larger entity, whether it's Oklahoma City or where it might be, the heart hospital, for example, something like that. Also, all of our radiology, we're doing uh, everything from strategic ultrasounds to MR, uh, to CTs to digital x-rays. We have respiratory therapy on staff. We're, our pharmacy's up and running. Our central supply is up and running well. We, we really have a good handle on where we're at. I'm very happy with that. And the, the, most, uh, the number one thing I'm most happy with is the incredible response to how patients are feeling like they're being cared for. It's, it's, a, it's incredible to start something up in 30 days. As you know, I started the 25th, and the city said, let's just open it by the 30th. You know, that was a date that was given to me. As we did that, the question is, what are your outcomes and, and, and what's the public, you know, the optics? And it's been incredible. We were just very thankful that we are able to serve in the way that we're serving and the, the uh, feedback that we're getting from our communities. So what are you hearing? Nothing but good. The bedside manner is exceptional. The processes are exceptional. The... the the, um, um, uh, the, the, the process by which we would identify what's going on with disease states, either admit them, treat or release, or transfer in some cases, because now that we're open, it keeps EMS, life flights and things from traveling 20 minutes up to 40 minutes to another facility where they could triage and send. They're doing it all in the hometown, and they, I think they appreciate that.
So the hospital was sold a number of years ago, so to speak, to uh, to Integrists, and they owned it for a while, and then they kind of spun it off in another group. Mm-hmm. I think we're in, they were in the third group maybe after they sold. Yes. Uh, timeline is 1973 to 1998. Integris ma- took a management contract to the hospital from 1998 to 2015-16. Uh, CMS, HMA, i.e. Alliance, which is their Oklahoma brand, took it on in 2016. The issue with that was is the, ju- the corporate strategies don't always align with community need. And um, it, it digressed from 2016 till last year, actually. This, uh, this coming up weekend in twelve thirty one, when they closed the hospital, there was a the third entity was Caris Quick Care. They were trying to determine a way they could help operate the hospital. They were not hospital operators, so it lasted about three months when the city uh, maintained payroll of the entire staff, hoping that they could get the license back. But that that ended in April uh, of last year. We resecured the license the first of August this year. And then I came on for operations and to, to uh, launch the hospital by the 30th of October. So what do you see as the big difference between – I know Tegra spent quite a bit of money uh, trying to get that hospital up and going in pretty good shape, I understand. Harold, after 40 years of being in rural health care, it's probably one of the most premier rural health facilities and the capabilities of what we can offer than any I've seen. And I reopened Paul's Valley Hospital in 2021, and uh, uh, Clinton is above and beyond a quality facility the um, the equipment and things that are ready to be used once we expand our services in first quarter, like surgery and some other things. So I think the, the, the key, key thing is, is that now we have local representation. We can make decisions in a matter of an hour. The board is extraordinarily supportive in the community of now being able to call the hospital their own. They don't have to call it something else because truly inside of that uh, quorum of people, we make the decisions that are best for the community and hospital. So that that's a big difference. I mean, both models, uh, or all three of them for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a huge difference because I don't have to um, collaborate with a corporate strategy. A corporate strategy has to look at their entire book of business. We look at one, and that's Clinton Regional. Other facilities that are either under management contract or are operated by, like the Integris system or H, uh, the Alliance, they are a part of a bigger picture. Well, when you make decisions off of so, like a spreadsheet or something and look at just the numbers of a name, Clinton Hospital, they don't often make the best decision for a facility like Clinton Hospital. We now can make all, well, hopefully, God willing, we'll make all good, strong decisions moving forward. Uh, for Clinton Regional Hospital without the influence of a of someone making decisions based on a collective or collaborative of data. You know, we're actually dealing with human bodies instead of data. We're dealing with data. That's my job. But we're actually, actually able to take care of patients the way they need to be taken care of. So one of the concerns or complaints when uh, Alliance had is they discontinued having babies there at the hospital. Is that something you look towards uh, the future uh, doing? Is that is that is there potential there? I know that you don't make a lot of money in that particular segment of the hospital, but it seems to be a good service to the community. There's a couple services that uh, continue to come back up. One is oncology and one is uh, labor and delivery. What we'll do uh, moving into the first year, we'll put a strategic plan together now that I'll have a, my hands on numbers. See, when Alliance had it, we got no zero numbers, We no books. I couldn't do an analysis about how many um, uh, babies, for example, could be born. I can get those numbers. 
That's the same with oncology, for example. We will look at each of those services strategically. And if it's something that there's a crying out and a demand in the marketplace, we'll do what we can to offer those services. Um, I can't say right now. It's just still real early on. Sort of one of those things you have to look at and decide whether it's feasible. But at the same time, what's nice, it seems to me, is that you may want to do something, and, and whereas a corporate would say, no, we're not going to do it because it's, it's, it's an, we don't make any money in that particular area. But you say, well, the community demands this. And so being owned locally and making those decisions locally, you can make that decision if you feel that it's something that you need to do. And that was a commitment that I made to the board uh, when I interviewed on the 22nd of September is that I'll never bring something to them that I can't support uh, uh, from a numbers standpoint uh, because we have to make those type of decisions that are good based on the community need that absolutely we can't afford to do. And um, if we can afford to do that, it meets the community need. And I'm not suggesting that we have to hit home runs with every service. That, that's, that's not health care, by the way, anymore. There is no home runs in health care. Um, but if it seems it seems that the big hospitals though seem to be making home runs. I'm talking the Oklahoma City hospitals. They're building these huge edifices. Uh, Is that true? It, 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 yes and no. They're building those big edifices, but but uh, quite frankly, most of them are 60 days uh, a cash cash flow, and some of them are losing money. But consider this: if I lost money at Clinton Regional, I don't have. 42 sites to spread the loss over, or I don't have grants, or I don't have big government decisions. I've got Clinton Regional Hospital and Board of Directors influence, so we can't afford to do that, which is good because we don't get ourselves in a deficit spending. We just don't do that. We're, we're operating out of our wallet. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about how healthcare has changed. Since you've been in how many years? 40 years? 40 years. So we'll talk about how it's changed in the last 40 years and what, how that affects the services Excellent. at the Clinton Regional Hospital. You're listening to the right time for Western Oklahoma, 720, 20 minutes after 6, Cattle 7 o'clock. Producers, you're invited to the Angus Commercial Cattlemen's Day, Friday, January 5th in Oklahoma City Boy, at Cattlemen's Congress. This event, hosted by the American Angus Association, is at the OKC Fairgrounds. It'll feature a pen and carload show, educational session, luncheon, and the National Angus Bull Sale and Herdsman Social. No registration is needed for this free-of-charge event as a part of Cattlemen's Congress. If you want to stay ahead of the curve in the cattle business, be at the Angus Commercial Cattlemen's Day. Friday, January 5th at Cattlemen's Congress. The 2024 No-Till on the Plains Winter Conference, January 22nd through the 24th in Wichita, Kansas. And early bird pricing is available now until January 5th. Leading no-till producers Jay Fuhr and Barry Fisher will keynote. No-Till on the Plains is the premier no-till conference in America. Besides the main winter conference, there are also two soil health workshops, the AIM Symposium and Jumpstart Your System on January 22nd. Go to notesill.org for details and register now. With so many mesothelioma lawyers, how do you choose the right firm for you and your family? I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan, and here's my advice to you. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. As America's largest injury firm, we have more offices, more lawyers, and more caring staff members than any other injury firm in the world. Last year alone, our team answered over 2 million of your calls and recovered over a billion dollars for our clients. $30 billion was set aside for mesothelioma victims like you. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, we'll come to you within 24 hours so our team can get to work right away. Wherever you are, whenever you want. Our goal is to get you as much as you deserve. Call us now as the time to file a claim may be limited. Call 1-800-602-3300. 
1-800-602-3300. That's 1-800-602-3300. Call now. Honest, hardworking company installing reliable center pivots. Waterworks Irrigation takes the killer water electricity mix out of irrigation, offering simple pivots, easy to understand and maintain with constant smooth movement to eliminate gearbox damage due to constant start-stop cycles. With TNL, there's no need for an electrician on staff. Just a few simple wrenches and an unlimited free phone support will keep you up and running on your schedule. Find them on Facebook. Waterworks Irrigation, making rain reliable. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Oklahoma City area attorneys. 6303 Waterford Boulevard, Suite 120, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73118. It's time for your health check with Weatherford Regional Hospital. The holidays are fun family times. Unfortunately, we know that's also a time of extra calories from Halloween through New Year's. While extra calories sneak in, exercise sneaks out. Don't give up on healthy habits for the season. Here are some healthy tips from Weatherford Regional Hospital. Balance your holiday eating with healthy eating. Moderation is key this time of year and always. Keep moving. It's easy to put exercise on the back burner when there's so many other things going on, but do your best to keep it at the top of your priority list. Take the time for rest. Sleep is prime time for your body to recover and recharge and is a powerful component to overall health. Manage your stress. Take a minute to focus on what's most important to you and your loved ones and give yourself a break when needed. And as always, keep the germs away and practice good hand hygiene. May the Christmas season fill your home with joy, your heart with love, and your life with laughter. This has been Your Health Check, brought to you by Weatherford Regional Hospital. 724, 24 minutes after 7 o'clock. With us today is Lynn Lacefield, who is the CEO of the Clinton Regional Hospital. You work with the board, which is a local board now, and you don't deal with an outside entity. That's the way I think the way the board is set up, isn't it? It's a trust board authority, correct. One of two that the city of Clinton doesn't have authority over. The Economic Development Board is a trust board, and the hospital board is an authority trust board. So, But appointed, I think, by the council, is that correct? The members? Are appointed, yes, but then they have separate some autonomy there. Correct, correct. So, uh, how has healthcare changed? You've been in it for forty years. Uh, you've seen a lot of changes, I presume. Yes, absolutely. I think probably the key uh, changes are the reimbursement system, and the fact that the physicians and providers used to control healthcare, and now the reimbursement cycle really has a big factor in that. That's why you see where you used to go in the hospital for three to five days, now you go in the hospital for three to five hours. I mean, I say that based on maybe a surgical perspective. Um, you, um, you have controlling cost by controlling how the, the process of care is delivered, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so um, doctors had more say-so. 40 years ago, and, and how long a person stayed in the hospital, if I remember correctly. just well, Absolutely. That was, that was based on the, on the comfort and need of the patient. Now, technology's changed, so we can do a lot more in a lot less time. I'll grant that. But see, back in 1988, Medicare decided to release their fee schedule. Well, all of the third-party payers and others thought, wait a minute, if Medicare's only paying this, why am I paying you know, 200% of that? So it's at that cycle that reimbursement began to come down 
and the business of medicine began to emerge, if that makes any sense. The business of medicine, what do you mean? Currently, because the reimbursement goes down nearly every year and the costs go up, we have to be better healthcare business people along with delivering the quality of care required by Medicare or any other standard. So it's it's in that light that the two have to merge for a successful outcome. And so the business of medicine started when reimbursement were going down and costs were more difficult to cover. So uh, how much business 40 years ago was paid by cash or check uh, compared to today? Oh, I would say probably maybe 30 to 40% were paid by uh, trades, um, cash, check. Um, I started my first clinic in 1985, November 5th. And um, that was a time where it was just focus on the patients, get them in, treat them well, do what you needed to do, document well, write them a prescription, send them down the street to the local pharmacy. And today it's just simply not that way. Everything in healthcare, including pharmacies, et cetera, are integrated by the pay cycle. You know, Medicare's got five levels, part A, part B, part C, part D, et cetera. All those deal with, with different uh, areas of healthcare from DMA to uh, home uh, to um, to your prescriptions and inpatient, outpatient, all those numbers or letters identify that. And each one of them have maximums on it. So unlike us right now, this is this is waiting for survey, but after survey, we have to be astute about how much money is going out, how we staff. Um, how do you staff articulately? I know we were chatting at break about staffing of any business. Healthcare is incredible. Uh, it's it's a it's a uh, almost a lost art. Or people want more than is is functionally capable of paying them. So there's challenges. So it's it's become more of an increasing business than it has a servitude. And and thank God I'm I'm old school enough where I focus more on the patient and think that it's our job from the business side just to make it happen. Let's continue to offer excellent care. So 40 years ago, you went into the doctor's office and you paid for your 15 or $10 office visit out of your pocket. You went to the drugstore and you got a prescription that cost 10 or $15. You paid for that out of your pocket. Now, if you had a bad illness, uh, something that was caused you to use more drugs uh, or whatever, by the end of the year, if you went over your deductible, you could file and get get maybe a little compensation back. Today, you've got all these copays. It's copay. I mean, it sounds good on the surface, but is that ruined the, the business to some extent? Would we not be better off if we just still were paying up front and people were responsible for that? Well, I think so. But the, the payers, as I mentioned, all dating back again to 1988, the payers are better business strategists than any of us are because they control the market. And as you mentioned, everything you do has a copay. Everything you do has a deductible that likely you're never going to meet. I mean, when's the last time any of us met our deductible without a catastrophic illness? And if you remember the insurance model historically, you could get a catastrophic policy. Yes. So I could go to the doctor back when we started and have $5 copays, maybe a $15 visit. Now... It doesn't exist. Try to find a catastrophic policy for hospital or, you know, risk management is what I call it. And then you could almost negotiate a cash price down to 50% or more, actually. Because, you know, if you have an accounts receivable that runs long, then I'm going to find a way to cash that out, whether I offer you 50% off of your outstanding bill or whatnot, because you got to keep cash flow. Cash is now, now you're doing that with the, with the government. You're giving them the cash discounts, right? Well, so, so no, to speak. The, I mean, it's not not the not the same, but similar, right? No, the government is giving us a cash discount oh, okay. for treating the patient. <laughs> a deep discount. <laughs> no kidding. 
We want to thank you for coming in and being on the program this morning, driving in special and, and best regards to your wife hope thank she you. gets well thank she's you. doing good from what i understand doing very well thank you for asking so, yeah it's always a pr- big commitment on your part thank you for your you uh, know because i called on friday i was looking for somebody the day after christmas to be on the program and and you responded very quickly and i appreciate that hey i'll always be here thank you thank Errol, you for, for being on well and, uh, you bet we're all for the clinton hospital 100 percent. appreciate it and we we it needs to do well for the community and and we we're we're uh, you know health care is so important to, to our senior citizens, mm-hmm. particularly, absolutely, uh, tall people. Mm-hmm. When you need mm-hmm. you, you need the emergency room. You need mm-hmm. help. You need mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the opportunity to serve in our, our western Oklahoma um, areas, and uh, we'll be offering services moving forward. Look forward to a new year. You're going to the driver's seat here in a minute to the hospital yes, today. I'm on the way right <laughs> You're now. On the way. Thank you for being on the program. <laughs> Thanks, Liz, Lynn Lacefield, the CEO of the Clinton Regional Hospital. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.